and welcome to another episode of Careering, where we interview fearless females about what makes them tick both in business and in life. I'm your host, Lori Halter, and I can't wait to have you here today's episode. Let's jump right in. Today we're on with Katie Steele, founder of Thrive Bend. Katie is not only a licensed marriage and family therapist, but also a mom to three young children, a wife, and really just an amazing person. Hey Katie, so tell us a little bit about Thrive Bend and how you got started. So I started, I finished my grad program and I was working towards licensure and um, I wanted to create a practice that was based out of movement and um, talk therapy because I was seeing the validity in both. And so I will say the practice kind of came to life in a gym. Okay, I love it. And it kind of morphed from there. So I started and as I feel like entrepreneurs do, just fumbled my way through and Googled how to start a business and what is this going to look like and how how do you start a practice? And... Um, I'd go to the bank and they'd say, do you have a tax ID? And I'd be like, oh, what? And <laughs> so Tell me what that is. Down, yeah, <laughs> I need to get a tax ID. Next on the to-do list. And so um, my background, my graduate degree, I guess I should back up a little bit, is in marriage and family therapy. Yes. And so a therapist and then was teaching yoga at the time. And so I wanted to combine the two and so started for a therapist you have to go through this licensure period which takes like two to three years Mm -hmm. and so that's when I started creating the practice oh that's fantastic and now you have a thriving practice you have other people involved and how has that been to work with multiple people it's been awesome we're still in the growth stage and I feel really fortunate I loved private practice and it was really isolating and so it was open the door and a client would come in and there wasn't collaboration. I Mm -hmm. didn't have anybody to kind of toss ideas around with or keep evolving aside from going to continuing ed classes. Um, And so even in the few months that we've been in practice with other people, it's been, it's been so fun to just cross paths with people in our workspace. We have our work desks out in a neutral area. So when we're in the office, we're just seeing clients. Then we come to the shared workspace and it's been amazing just to be able to ask a question on the fly or touch base with somebody else. Um, our hope also is to make it more conducive and collaborative for the clients we're seeing so that there can be right. more continuity in the care. Right. Um, well, I was so excited to have you on because we are good friends as well as, so as well as know each other through business. And I really am like, what I think is so interesting is you, you're building a business as an entrepreneur. And you're also speaking to women who are in all different stages of life, but who are entrepreneurs as well. So have you noticed like a common thread or is there, or does it just seem like all over the board for these women in terms of how they find balance, Mm -hmm. how they make it all work? Oh, it's, uh, I'm a huge believer in seasons, right? Of what stage are we in and what do we need to make it work in that stage? Because the balance is so fluid and it changes based off of, age of kids or Mm -hmm. extracurriculars you're engaged with or if winter's your season and you're skiing more balance is going to look different and so it's knowing what our values are and that's the work I do for myself but also get to do with women who are trying to find this kind of almost mythical balance right we talk about balance as if we should all know what that means but (laughs) it's so hard to achieve um and so the work I get to do with folks is really anchoring it in values. And if you yes. know what our values are, then we're, if we're living aligned to those in that season, then we yeah. kind of find 
this balance, so to speak. Well, and I love the idea of seasons too, because I've, I've come across so many women that I feel like we've all been kind of put under the spell of having it all. We're supposed mm. to have it all. And it's kind of like you were saying, what is it all? What does that mean? <laughs> totally. And so I think having it all, but based in seasons, I really mm-hmm. like that idea that nothing, not everything has to happen all at once. Mm-hmm. One of the first times that occurred to me is I do my values every three to six months and just yeah. kind of look at what they are. And they generally, my top like seven are about the same, but then the practicing yeah. ones are, you know, top three to five. And when Camden was born, fun is always on mine. And all of a sudden, Camden was born and it fell off. Not because, like, obviously your heart is, like, overflowing with love, right? When you have a baby. But I couldn't even, like, justify fun as I knew it. (laughs) Now I can find it on my list. And so I kind of rationalized my dad was going through some health stuff at the time. And so I thought... It must be because of that. Like, right. life is just stressful right now with the health yeah. circumstances and things of that nature. And then when Brooke and Gavin were born, I was happened to be doing it and kind of forgotten about that with Camden. <laughs> and all of a sudden, fun, like, I couldn't, it didn't naturally slide yes. into its spot in the same way. Yeah. And so it was a season, right? I mean, it was very short-lived and not that it wasn't fun in different ways and right. fulfilling in different ways, but fun in that lighthearted, carefree way. Yeah. That infancy, like, those first three months... I couldn't justify no. my, you know. I feel like there's nothing fun. fun in that first three No, it's months. lovely <laughs> and it's so fulfilling and it's rewarding in a different yes. way. But traditional fun, it wasn't on there. And yeah. so to know our trends and to know what season am I in and what am I needing, yeah. um, that's kind of how I have addressed balance and how I've seen it be effective for other women too. Of we have to have grace with ourselves, right? Of yes. You can't do it all, all the time in every single season. It's impossible. Exactly. Well, and I love that you talk about like three to six, um, every three to six months looking over. Do you have sort of a daily practice or do you have something that keeps you grounded and keeps you working toward your goals? Mm-hmm. I, lo- I love the question. I'm laughing because I think I'm in one of those seasons where the daily practice isn't as intact, even though we all know that daily practice right. is the way to do it. Like yes. that is the most effective way. Um, no, I don't have a deliberate one right no. now. I am really mindful of keeping my journal on top of my nightstand versus in the nightstand. Yes, drawer okay. The First step. It slides into the drawer. <laughs> it's like out of sight, out of mind. Yes. Um, so mine right now is really micro check-ins. I don't have That's a great. big um, ritual right now of yeah. waking up and doing you know twenty minutes of meditation or mindfulness or journaling that right. once has existed in my life. Um, or making sure to exercise right off the bat, or even every day. Right. Right now, it's micro check-ins. And yes. So I wake up and kind of do a, a quick body scan that literally takes thirty seconds of like, where am I at before right. I open my eyes and roll out of bed? How do I feel? <laughs> and I, I'm counting that as like my check-ins. I right feel now. like I hear women all over the U.S. like exhaling. Like, ah, oh. that's another <laughs> one that like, as much as I love the daily intention, and yeah. I really, really believe in it totally. and live by it. I think that's another example of the way we put like so much pressure on ourselves as women. Mm -hmm. If you're not doing your daily check-in, okay, you're in a season, like you Mm -hmm. said. That is not, it's it's too overwhelming to do the daily check-in. It's too overwhelming and you start your day off feeling like a failure. Right. Right. Like, I was supposed to start with meditation. Before it even begins. Three of no meditation. (laughs) So what do you type, what do you say to women when they, when they're kind of going through a period like that? Like to, to, keep them on their goals, but just also say, be gentle with yourself Mm because it's okay. Totally that, right? It's Just, great. Yeah. How do you be gentle with yourself? How are you going to find what you're doing well instead of finding everything that you're not doing well? And 
we're hardwired to see the things we don't do well, right? Of, right. I should be meditating or I should be doing this daily ritual. And instead of, okay, then you're doing something else. Right. You're not just slacking. So how are you going to find the things that you're doing and give yes. yourself credit for those? Well, and I love like the idea of like, I'm not meditating and you beat yourself up about totally. not meditating. And the yes. whole thing is about like self-love. Yes, yes, the hypocrisy, right? Yeah, like it's the whole thing is backward by the time you're done. So I, yeah, I think that's very true. And you talk about your kids. You have three kids under the age of five, Mm -hmm. which is a lot of, as you said, fun, Fun. but also a lot of work. Fun is back on. Oh, good. I'm so happy. Oddly enough, it came back on the list at about the same time it did with Camden. All of a sudden, I did it next time. I was like, it's back. Like, it just naturally slides back on. That's awesome. Yeah. So, how do you find? I know that you and Adam, your husband, both are very big into exercise. Mm -hmm. How do you find the balance? How do you work together, specifically as a couple? Mm-hmm. to make what you each need to bring that each day. Mm-hmm. I feel so fortunate in, I think Adam and I's greatest strength is that we're a really good team. And so we both are pretty strong communicators mm-hmm. and really supportive of one another. And so we have clarity on what are our individual goals, what are our family goals, what are our couple goals. Wow. And it allows us to make sure we're supporting each other the way we need to be supported, right? Yeah. And so if exercise is a priority for us, which it is, it's not a point of contention when it's, hey, I need 30 minutes or 90 minutes to go to this class or go for a right. run. Um, it's, okay, we can make that happen. There aren't... We kind of have these natural... The, I will say we have busted our butt for Yeah. Um, because yes. it didn't happen organically. And it took a lot of negotiating and painful conversations and now we're at a place where it's much more fluid yeah um but it, i mean there's a lot of respect and we make a good team and i think communicate that's awesome. a lot yes and we don't bank on and i say this to couples i love working with couples and i feel like i say this to couples a lot and sometimes get eye rolls and sometimes get the like cheer i'm not a believer in the organicness so we have to have yes. transparency and agreements because otherwise we waste so much time and energy doing little negotiations about things that could we have a system for or even beyond the system like I have found even in my own marriage and in the marriages of the friends I see if you're not having that communication maybe you'll say yes but like internally you're so frustrated that you gave that person the half hour that you wanted for yourself Mm -hmm. and that can kind of breed discontent if you're not careful so I think the careful communication and even if it's hard and scary and Mm -hmm. you know that maybe your partner is not going to love it Mm -hmm. it's so much more important to do that Oh, and so worth it on the other side, right? Yes. I mean, those hard conversations that we try to veer away from actually are the grounds for so much connection. Right. <laughs> because we're able to be an advocate for here's what I'm needing. Yeah. Um, they, there's this uh, statistic that I find staggering. They did research on couples to see how much they communicate in a week. Yeah. And it's 35 minutes. What? A week, I know, including Total? the logistics. Yes. Including Total. like the just day-to-day minutia. Of- yes. Oh my gosh. 35 minutes. Isn't that staggering? And then it's like, I wonder why we're not connected. Right. We live life is full, so you can also see how couples get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It becomes like who's taking who to basketball practice and how is this going instead of having those really deep discussions. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. This next question, you may already be there. What's your big dream and how do you plan to get there? Yeah, I I mean, I will say I am a dreamer. And so... Is this my current dream? Yes. And am I 
ever fully satisfied when it's like, okay, we've reached it. I don't believe in a summit. I don't, um, I think in self-worth and dreaming, there's always more. There's something else. I, I like change. I like cultivating. I like the creation stage. And Mm -hmm. so although I find our practice incredibly satisfied and I love the team members that I have, um, I don't think it's the end, right? Like, does that mean adding another practice or expanding areas? That's kind of where I see it going of even though we're still in building mode, there's a part of my head that always goes to how do we build upon it? Like, this isn't going to be just it, not because it isn't great the way it is, um, but there's more. Well, and what's so cool about that is I'm trying to figure out through some of these interviews, is that learned? Is that something you come with? Is that fire in your belly? Like, is it... And I think, honestly, just through what kind of the conversations I've had, I think you kind of come that way. Do you? Most, most of the women I've talked hearing. to are like, you know, I've always had a fire in my belly on a number of different things. And they've always been kind of these folks who, like you said, have all, their eye always on more. So huh. there is no summit or pinnacle. And if they reach it, they're like, well, what's the next pinnacle mm-hmm. I can reach? I even think about, my sister said in front of a group of friends the other day, they're like, Katie's super intense. And everybody <laughs> looked at me like, what? No. And I was like, I am. I'm super intense. Like, everything's really? okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think if you have that fire in your belly, don't you think that comes with some yes. intensity? That's true. Because I think what they tell me is I'm just a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about language, right? How can we frame this in a way that works? Mine is a lot. Yours is intense. It's totally. the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. And like, there are, like, my sister is much more easygoing. She's yes. far more flexible. And yes. so there couldn't have been two of me in the house. My parents probably would have pulled their hair out. Right? And yeah. same with her. Of, yes. You know, I talked to my mom and she'll say, yeah, we had to parent you all super differently. Because if we said right. boo to you, you would like panic and think you weren't good enough and Sarah needed like a hard shake so interesting yeah I think that's great and it's all there from the very beginning right? totally so I love beginning. that you're kind of gathering the information yeah. to a woman of like is that always there Does it and this is my or... super scientific method of like interviewing people <laughs> on a podcast data data get data gathering right. it counts yes. well do you have any last advice or anything to share with our listeners about um you know either going after your goals or balancing work and family life or yeah, I mean, it's. I wish there was some golden nugget that I found was like, this works for everybody across the board. And I think the biggest thing is just knowing yourself and knowing what you yeah. need and allowing yourself to adapt to whatever, if we're going to call it season, um, you're in. I could not have said it better myself. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you for having me. 